Hey, Margaret. Yeah, Anton? You know what people don't talk about enough? What? Whether or not Eric gets a vibe from Wilhelm hanging up on him. Welcome to People Don't Talk About, Young Royals. I'm Anton. My pronouns are he, they. And I'm Margaret. My pronouns are they, them. And we're people here to discuss the show our friends are sick of hearing us talk about. If that sounds like you, stick around. If your friend sent you this podcast out of a desperate attempt to get you to watch Young Royals, take this as a sign. Go watch Young Royals, then come back to this podcast. Anton, what are we talking about today? Today we'll be having a plot discussion of Season 1, Episode 2, focusing on all the characters' relationships that are not Wilhelm and Simon. In this discussion, we won't be summarizing the plot of the episode, because we already did that. If you need or want a refresher, head back four episodes in our feed to our most recent This Week at Hilarishka for a full breakdown. This episode discussion will likely be all over the place, so strap in. You've been warned. Alrighty. So, starting with the cold open, for the first time in, like, four, in, like, probably this cycle, actually, (laughs) um... (laughs) Because <laughs> we've been very chronological up to this point. Um, That's true. So our disclaimer actually is true this time. We're definitely Jesus. jumping all around, all over the place this time. Um, but if you've listened to our previous Love Among Royals, uh, then you know uh, how this situation goes. Basically, we're just going to go relationship by relationship. Um, starting with Wilhelm and Eric. Um, I don't know. There is an extent to which we get hit Eric in one scene. So I don't really know how much we have an ability to speak on this. I think it's why I, just, I think in order, to, in order to kind of continue talking about this relationship, because we do see it in this episode, like putting ourselves in Eric's shoes, how do you think you would have taken that? If my. Okay. I have a brother. If yeah. I called my brother and he was like, this person is pissing me off so much I don't want to go to practice or I don't want to do this, blah, 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 blah. And then I went, or then he goes, I need to go to practice. Bye. I'd be like, what happened there? Did you get a text from somebody? Did you see something? What's going on here? Yeah. I would, like, I don't, I'm an only child. The new Lord just dropped, guys. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, it's where my brain went. I don't. The floor just dropped. Put that on a fucking T-shirt. My God, that's remarkable. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know where I got that, but I know it. That was so good. Okay, but it's in in the comments of a a fandom or multiple fandoms I'm in, which is the thing that you say if if you find out new new thing these things about a person you have a close relationship with, be like new new lore just dropped. New lore just dropped. I'm gonna. God damn. Yeah. I wish I like had yeah. a dating profile so I could put that in my bio. <laughs> it's remarkable. Um, um but I was gonna say that I would either but as an only child, I would think that I would I I would be anywhere on a sliding scale from worried to curious. That's valid. Yeah. Because there are various reasons that my brother would just stop like just end our conversation and like 
in all fairness, Eric is the one who called. So like he could like, I mean, it was, but it's like also in the morning. So he's like probably assumed it would be a good time. Yeah. And so it's like, is this a situation where like, is there something I should be concerned about mm-hmm. or is it something that I should be excited about for you on your behalf? Yeah. Like, there's various ways to take it, I think, ultimately. Um, yeah. But I think it's something that I probably would definitely note um, as weird, at the very least. Uh, oh, yeah. I'd kind of be like, hey, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then um, be like... I'm going to hope it was something good. Yeah. It has like no bearing on the story, but I am curious to know how that conversation went after practice. Yeah. I mean, we, I would assume because we don't see otherwise that Wilhelm did remember to call him. Um, Yeah. uh, I also can't imagine Wilhelm passing up the opportunity to talk to his brother. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Simon is literally probably the first person in existence that he passed up. I mean, it's 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 the it's the thing that shows you how much he cares about Simon already. Yeah, because he hung up on his brother. The only person that from last episode he seems to be able to stand in the world. Um, yeah. So. Also, can we? We'll talk about this. I'm sure more in Pride, Pride and Punishment, but. His brother is the only one of his family that reaches out to him after sending him away. Yeah. Like, the last we heard from the queen was... What does she say in the episode one? You'll feel better soon or some shit like that. Yep. I think that's yep. That's, I think that's what, exactly what she says. Yep. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Which, like, I think... Like, yeah, I think, again... I can't remember exactly what distinction we, we made, but I know it was important in part one, part one. Not part one. Cycle one. Um, or cycle about the first episode. We were talking about how there's a distinction to be made between like being, I think, I think it was like being sent to boarding school and being sent away to boarding school. Yeah. Um, and he was sent away to boarding school. Yeah, he was sent away to boarding school. Like it was, it was a we don't know how to deal with you anymore, so we're sending you out. Like it's the classic thing. Yeah. I don't know what like, the yeah. I don't know what the attitude around boarding school is in any other country, but in the United States, um, it's pretty much non-existent. I think there are some boarding schools, but yeah, I think well, from what I remember, from what I remember, uh, uh, Natasha talking about in our DMs, um, it is Natasha, not common. I believe, if I remember that correctly. Yes, there there are there are there aren't many. There are like a handful. Yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, how many boarding schools are in the United States? There's 300 in the United States and Canada. Which United States and Canada are pretty big. So, um, yeah, that's like not a lot. That's not a lot. Like it's like I like I was saying like it's a classic. We sent you away. Uh, dang it! There's a I had a thought about Wilhelm. Oh yeah. Um, basically. When we're just when Wilhelm's kind of described, like I think it's like one comment here, but like I think it's very good. Like the 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 the, the trope we try to pigeonhole him in early on is like party prince. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I think uh, this is a bit of a tangent, more relevant to our Wilhelm episode. But I think 
in the context of Wilhelm and Eric's relationship, he is, I don't know, like much more, I think the way his parents are treating him is different from Eric, how Eric is treating him. I think, because I think Eric feels like he's treating him like the person we've been getting to know. And his parents kind of seem to be thinking they're, they're uh, parenting the party prince. I would agree with that statement entirely. Like that they seem to not be interested, at least at this juncture, with understanding the underlying reasons why Wilhelm might be acting out. Right. And just dealing with the symptoms and not the cause. Which I think is so interesting that they only deal with the symptoms and not the cause because the cause was in his apology speech. It was. Like, they got it. They, the one thing they got right in the entire speech. <laughs> no, like, they well, literally they, got it right and then decided to, like, block it out. Well, I guess, I guess the sad thing about that apology speech is actually the entire thing is true, except for the fact that it's not his choice um, to go to yeah. Alishka. Um And nobody is more disappointed in me than my family. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. If that oh, okay. line doesn't make you want to walk into the ocean, I don't know what will. Yeah. Breaks my heart um, every time. But I think. We have a lot to get through, so I think that's all I have to say about Wilhelm and Eric. Uh, I would agree with that. Cool. Um, Eric and August, um, we're, tra- we're trying this thing that I believe we did last time, too, uh, where we're trying to connect each relationship we're talking about with the previous one, kind of create a little web. Um, um, so in the context of the same scene, essentially. Um, uh, I don't know. I Do you just want to speak to... Our thoughts on, I, I hesitate to use this word, and it's not necessarily the word I mean, but it's the first word that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the excuses that Eric makes for August. Yeah. Um, I think with the way in which we kind of have a better understanding of Eric, at least I do from the first time I watched the show, based on our Eric character episode, mm-hmm. this came less out of nowhere, I think. Um, I mean, I can necessarily came out of nowhere when I initially initially watching, but I think it was, it's it's much more connected to character. Now that I've paid, now now that we paid more attention to who Eric was in the pilot, you're saying it's more connected to character that he would make excuses for August. Yeah, that yeah, that like he is still very much like he's he's still walking that line that we described at length in our character standing for him. Of like wanting to support his brother while still being the perfect crown prince. Yeah, I agree with that. Respect, like respect their family, and like be like you don't talk about your second cousin like that. Yeah. Um, but also it's like we didn't really we haven't addressed up to this point because August hasn't really been relevant to any any of our discussions like directly. Um, but like the stuff that Eric reveals, I feel bad calling it an excuse, but like it is because, because it is a very, definitely a very tragic aspect of backstory that like most people do not expect, um, when they learn about it from August, especially based on the pilot. Um, and it also puts a lot of things into context. Um, but I think 
your brother this also kind of goes back to wilhelm eric a little bit we're kind of back I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing a little bit but like with the idea of wilhelm be your your brother is like this guy is really annoying <laughs> um like and your and your brother is like and your brother's like but his backstory yeah i'd be a little ticked <laughs> I'd be like, that's like, great. Um, I feel bad for him, but he's really pissing me off right now. Yeah, like, he's like, also, I'm like, what does that, like, I get what that has to do with something, but also, like, if I was Wilhelm, especially, like, especially in the heat of the moment, I think I, I might be like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, yeah. Um, because also, I think Wilhelm is not doing a great job of advocating for him, himself, too. Like, I think he's kind of actually downplaying the situation a little bit. Yeah. Um, because it's, like, he doesn't bring up pot potentially being, like, scared for his life. <laughs> like, like at the at the party. He doesn't like, bring I, up I, I the fact that August is down to murder someone. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, I didn't, like, 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 I can't, I can't tell how much of that we've been joking about, like, and how much I've kind of exaggerated for comedy, but, like, it's also just, like, calling him annoying is kind of the tip of the iceberg. Oh, yeah. Like, he is constantly around. And he's down like, to clown, and by clown I mean murder. <laughs> like, there's a reason why I use the word surveillance. Yeah. Um... Which I guess also edges into August and Wilhelm. This is a really, this is really a three pronged approach here. Wow. Um, we were just yeah. talking about intersectionality off mic. Yeah. Um, intersectionality character discussion. That's not what yeah. intersectionality means. No, it, it isn't. I was like, I had to, I, was like, I had to study this concept. You know that, I know what it means. <laughs> exactly. So, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, with August and Wilhelm. I basically I wrote down. I feel like I have so much to say, but I have no idea how to write it out, and I still don't know what I'm saying necessarily because it's August so is controlling. He is, and episode. like I can't tell if we've like talked about a lot of this already, and that's why I'm not coming up with much. But like, I think I just hate August, and that's why I can't come up with much. I well because it's because it is, especially with people from where we are like without spoiling anything like no having all of season one and two in your head and you're going to revisit episode two august he's even yeah. more exhausting he's and so, so you're just exhausting. like and so he is one of those characters that i think i talked i talked about this in art of the choice like multiplays him where like i understand where you're coming from but i also still hate you yeah <laughs> like like and this is definitely that will probably be a theme of our August character episode of being of of genuinely being like if we want to describe what ha is happening, August cares about status. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just get in the first episode of like, do you want to be fucking losers or like, yeah, like like I mean, like, we see it in the second episode when he's yeah. with Boris and he's like. Do you know who my family is? Like, you're going to refuse yeah. Adderall? Yeah. Which is, is also kind of our, our next our next thing, too, is 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 just the August as a character. Like, we're starting to kind of edge into his relationships now. And it's 
really his he was told by Eric to protect Wilhelm and he is doing that in the way that he sees fit mm-hmm. but I really think we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't call out the obvious selfish motivations oh yeah incorporated into this like it's like you if he didn't have the promise to keep to eric i think he'd be acting similarly <laughs> um for sure because he'd still want to act in vil and what he sees as wilhelm's best interest because if it comes back that he he the second cousin to the to the prince of sweden did not keep him out of harm's way yeah that would be that, quote unquote bad for him oh yeah it, refle- it reflects terribly on him yeah um and so like i don't know i think and i think that's also part of what eric is talking about to an extent um in the sense of eric of wanting wilhelm to sh- wilhelm to show respect to august is like it's to a much lesser extent because of the of the power imbalance but yeah. like there's still there's still like a family thing where it's like if other members of our extended family heard that this is how the prince was treating his second cousin or was talking about his second cousin behind his back yeah that could there could be problems there yeah but i think we're edging into privileged privileged punishment territory so i i would um, agree with that um, I'm I'm good. Talk, moving on to August and Hilarishka staff. Yeah, because you were talking about Boris. So I was talking about Boris. He just flexes his like status. Yeah. At any possible moment, so like with Boris, he's like, "Do you know how important my family is? Give me the drugs. Give me this highly controlled substance." And then when he is talking to the headmistress. And he's like, that can't possibly be a problem in my payment. My mom's just uh, traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if self-righteous is the word I'm looking for here. Mm. I don't know. I mean, kind of. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Self, self-important. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of, I wrote down, like, I'm mostly thinking about his relationship with Boris and his relationship with Annette, the headmistress. Um, because he treats them very differently, but both of them, it's with a sense of his awareness. He, you get the sense that he is aware of the status that he holds. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that we see him with Boris and Annette, one in which that that move works and one in which that move definitely doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. Because with, like, with Boris, that's not going to get him what he wants. No, Boris is like my entire career is pointing out uh everybody's bullshit um yeah um and with and with annette like it at least gets her to follow his side of the story and believe it for now oh yeah for sure like there's there's grace afforded to him that probably would not be afforded to just anyone no probably not and I think just while we're while we're here, I want to identify an anxiety, a, a notable anxiety in the ling- our lingering shots on August's face, especially in the scene with Annette. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think you don't really have a clear indication 
of what that means, but it is in relation to his tuition. So there's only so many things it can be. Yeah. So, um, but just so that we're done with August as quickly as possible, should we move on to August and his friends? <laughs> Amen. Yes. Okay. I just wrote August dynamic with Vincent. He gets him drugs? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> um, I also said that. I also went, it's like Mean Girls. Yeah. I'm back to my Mean Girls reference. I did that for the episode one, I think, as well. I just realized, does that make Nils the Karen? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe. I actually love that. <laughs> um. So, August is obviously Regina George. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Vincent is actually a really good Gretchen, now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's less, less clear in this episode. It's slightly spoilery. But, like, as a character, knowing him as I do, pretty good Gretchen. Um, pretty good Gretchen for Vincent. Sorry for anyone who randomly hasn't watched Mean Girls, but I hope it, I'm hope i pretty sure it has an, if you, has an international fan base. So If you haven't watched Mean Girls, it didn't really hold up the test of time. Highly problematic. Um, Take the comedy for the time period. It was um, the first PG-13 movie I ever watched, and I watched it with a youth group leader at a church lock-in. Um, oh, God. Um, right? Um, yeah. Uh, but with Vincent, I yeah. think... I don't know. The way, the way that August talks to him is curious to me, and I'm trying to put my finger on why. Because... He's like, well, you know how important this year is for me. Like, it's not also important for Vincent? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it's like, it was very easy, especially like with our, with our, uh, at this point, kind of iconic, well, your, your, your iconic point that you pointed out, which is like all the same sunglasses. <laughs> I think about that at least twice a week. I need you to know that. Every day we wear sunglasses on Wednesdays we were pink. That was a joke we made. On Wednesdays we wear pink. Is it yep. one? No, it's not uh, Wednesday. No, um, but uh, definitely isn't one when this comes out. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, but I think it's Monday. It is currently Monday. Oh, sick. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know because it's like on the one hand. Up until he says, oh, you know how important this year is to me. And even including that, like, there is still, like, a vibe of being, like, okay, you're just friends who support each other. Mm -hmm. But until I get an indication that that support goes two ways. Yeah. I'm going to call you the head bitch in charge. I know that I brought up Mean Girls, but I wasn't expecting the phrase head bitch in charge to come out of your mouth. <laughs> I think we might have found the title for this episode. Head bitch in charge. That's hilarious. I've been trying to avoid swearing in the titles of those. Though. HBIC. So I, I, yeah, I think it. Yeah. Yep. I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. But um. I think... God, I or, or, this is good. This is a I, this. I feel like this is a never-ending goldmine, comparing <laughs> August to Regina George. Um, 
Um, the only but, thing uh, that can make this better is if August does get hit by a bus in the last episode. <laughs> Spoilers to get a Mean Girls. <laughs> Do we have to, like, um, content warn for Mean Girl spoilers? Uh, pro- I, probably not. I might. It would d- be really funny. Anton, you decide. Uh-huh. I think Anton, it's up to you. Yeah. Because um, we really, I don't, we feel like we never spoil anything other than Young Royals usually in episodes. So it'd be a, it'd be a different thing. Um, and it's always me that spoils it. Yeah. Um, hey, but, but you said something spoilery today, too. I did. Yeah. Um, Not just me. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Because it's like, with so many things in Young Royals, and by that, way, by that I mean most things in Young Royals, basically except for Wilhelm and Simon's relationship, everything in this show is pre-established. Yeah. Um, And so it's like, I mean, that's why analyzing the pilot was so interesting for us. Mm-hmm. And I think as new dynamics get fleshed out, you're still left with the same sense of like, what came before this? Yeah. Like imagine the conversation where your friend asks you to get him ADHD pills and you have to keep changing psychiatrists in order to keep up with his demand. I don't understand how any person in our age group, granted we are like, I'm assuming August is about 18, so we are four years older than him, but I cannot imagine how anybody in our age group has the balls to ask that of a friend. I feel like a burden when I text somebody. Yeah. How do you ask for their drugs? (laughs) In this situation, I don't know. I would agree with you. Like, that that is very audacious, but like... I don't know what do you what do you do what will you do for the homies? I guess like I'm not I don't giving any of the homies my drugs. Maybe no, that's a hot like, take. <laughs> like it's <laughs> no, like I think it's a valid take. I think it's it's this question. It's the legal of, take, right? But I think this is something that I think was kind of already touched on in the, the their willingness to smuggle alcohol into school. Is that yeah? August. Is that the the mean boy squad kind of has <laughs> a like interesting relationship to legality? I mean, yeah, I think there's something to say for like when you're rich, you can get away with shit, right? Yeah, like like we can kill people an- and nobody would say anything. Exactly, like it's it's giving very. It's only a crime if you get caught. Oh, absolutely. And so. I don't know. I think. I hope everybody else episode, likes this Mean Girl reference as much as I do. <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset if everybody's like, "This is a stupid ref." It's gonna it's kill good. me emotionally. I hope everybody knows that. <laughs> so even if you hate it, pretend like it's the best thing you've ever heard. Um, and so I don't know. I think we in the first episode we go from them all having. I don't know. I think August was clearly in charge. Like it was very obvious. Oh yeah. Like, from the very first scene, we see them th- three of them interacting alone. Yeah. You're just like, August is the one giving orders. Oh, absolutely. But I think we start, we're, this is the episode where we start seeing that dynamic play out. Mm-hmm. And what it actually means for, like, what these friends are apparently willing to do. At least Vincent is willing to do for August. Yeah. And also, Nil's last episode 
was willing to just follow August around while he was looking for Wilhelm. Yeah. Again, I like, don't think I'd do that for a friend. I'm lazy like, by nature. I, yeah, like, but like, also just like again, the 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 the, the things these scenes imply that like make sense, but also are just so funny when you think about them. They're like, oh yeah, August August walks up to Nils, presumably after he has had his encounter with Maddie. <laughs> and and your and your and your friend is like, hey, I want to I want to find this kid I'm meant to be watching. Hey, let me go find my second cousin. I know you just got blown, but will you help me? <laughs> Jesus Christ! In my mind, yeah. I. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really funny if it was just God. never addressed that like August walked in <laughs> and it just never came up? That'd be hilarious. It just never came up. You were walking um, on a friend having sex. It's the most awkward experience of my entire life. Or I think it's possible that Vincent walked in on it because that could explain the um like mouthing of uh, a blowjob in the opening scene, uh, which we're about to ta- which we're about to talk about. Because I need to talk about this because it's it just is gonna sound weird, but it, it pertains to one of my special interests, which is in the in the sense of I'm I am in the sense of blowjobs ac- ac- academically interested in blowjobs homosociality, which oh, is okay yeah 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 relationships between people of the same sex, um like. Just kind of show, like social social bonds, usually friendships, mm-hmm. um, like male male friendships, academically very fascinating to me, um, and I do want to for a moment unpack what in a previous episode I call I called quote very interesting straight boy nonsense for <laughs> reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spend too long on this, but. It, like, is a kind of thing that, like, is not weird, and I think it's weird that it's not weird to me. Um, it, like, or, 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 like, it makes sense. Like, it doesn't, it didn't come out of nowhere to me, because this feels like the kind of thing that would happen at boarding school. (laughs) Um, like, I don't know. In my heart, boarding school is very queer. Yeah. Which is why I, I wish I was a that. British boarding school boy. Um with floppy brown like, blonde hair. But that's right. neither here nor there. No, yeah. Like like and I think I'm not really trying to imply anything about Nils and Vincent necessarily. Right. But it's like that is notable and Yeah, I'm with you. Dubious. Not dubious, like <laughs> questionable. I don't know. I don't so know. What isn't word. Dubious like evil? Uh, dubious, dubious is like hard to believe, which is not true. That's ah. I was I, I was saying it's not dubious to me. Um, uh, I don't know. I think part of this broader conversation also incorporates Nils and Maddie's dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. because I know we both identified a similar thing where it's like, I mean, it's pretty the show kind of hands it to you or it's like they have very different explanations of how that encounter went oh yeah 
Um, like, I mean, they literally do a he said, she said sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I believe Maddie's account more than Dylan's account. Yeah. I'd agree with because that. Because I, because I think there are ways in, in which, to an extent, both of them are playing into what their fellow girls or fellow boys want to hear, but Nils is doing it way harder. Um, I don't know. Yeah. M- Maddie to a much lesser extent, but like, it, like, I don't know. I think, because I think it's, it's her candor about just being like, I was bored. Yeah. Like, man, I could not really... imagine being so bored at a party that I met. I just suck somebody's dick. <laughs> that's like the last thing i do because i was bored like her like i don't know i think it's just her general attitude also she does not seem like to me like a person who is really trying to save face no like ever no um and i love her for it which i think the fact that like felicia silly is starting to become friends with sarah and her other closest friend is maddie yeah makes a lot of sense to me yeah like, if that is what Felice is looking for in a friend, she's found it in both Sarah and Yeah, she's knocking it out Maddie. of the park. She's batting a thousand. Yeah. And, like, I mean, Sarah's a little bit even more out there with in terms of telling Felice what she doesn't, what she might not want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Maddie definitely steps up in this episode in terms yeah. of, I mean, with the information she has, like, telling Felice what she thinks, like, straight mm-hmm. up. And like not that she doesn't not like she doesn't do that bad not that like that bad of a job um in the first episode. She there's just aspects of Felice that like Sarah either saw first or like called out before Maddie did. Um yeah. and that I'm not sure Maddie would call out. Um But I don't know. I want to at least throw out throw out there that I think it's definitely possible that Nils is exaggerating and or bluffing about how that encounter went. I would agree. Um, don't have much more to say on that. No, that that's that's what Love Morales does to us sometimes, where it's like we're p- including every single relationship on here, and some people we're just gonna have not a lot to say. Yeah, but also I think we still had a fair amount to say. Um, I think we did too. Now we're moving on to Felice and her friends, because Maddie was our connection between that that whole deal. Um, yeah. With going with what I was saying, like, I think right now Maddie is Felice's closest friendship. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that as well. Um, like, I mean, just in terms of share, seeming to share details of her romantic life that no one else seems privy to. Like, no one else has made acknowledgement of her crush on Wilhelm other than Maddie. Um, yeah. Which leads me to believe that Maddie might be the only one who knows. Yeah, I, I could get behind that theory. Because either Stella and Frederica are like, I mean, either way, it supports my theory that Stella and Frederica aren't as close with Felice as Maddie is. Because it's like, either they do know and they just never bring it up because they don't feel like it's their place, or they just do not know. Yeah. Um, Which I think, based on Felice's first scene in the episode where she's like sneakily watching Wilhelm through her phone, that feels like... um. Stella and Frederica do not know what's happening, but Maddie does. Right. 
like I think is it Maddie is the Maddie is the Maddie is the person who's doing the thing where she's like playing with her hair and then she just like drops it when Felicia just like follows Wilhelm. Yeah, and so it's like and she's she's like oh, girl, uh, like, <laughs> babe, <laughs> um, get it together. Yeah, um, I think no, yeah, that 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 just makes sense to me, um, and. One thing, one last thing. I Actually, unpack- no. Maddie's not in that scene. Oh, she's not. No, it's just Stella and Frederica. Oh, that was Frederica that that that, that did that. Then thank you. Oh yeah, because Maddie's already in the class. Just mm-hmm. police inspire. All right. Um. And while we're on Felicia and her friends, I want to very quickly unpack something between I don't even think they're named in this episode, but they're still in Frederica. Um those who know know. Um and like I think their differing opinions on August asking out Felice. Yeah. Are just something I just think needs to be addressed in terms of addressing everything. Um like Stella says so with Frederica thinking that it was ran- it's romantic. Yeah. And Stella says something along the lines of, if you think ro- rom- romantic is someone who thinks they own you. Yeah. And then um, Frederica said, like, she says something along the lines of people can change or, like, love changes people or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Sometimes love, ch- love can change people. Um, And then Stella, like, walks away in a huff. Yeah. Um and and Felice and Frederica have no idea what just happened. Um which to me has the energy of we have had this fucking conversation before. No it does not. <laughs> like I I I didn't get the energy but I see that. I get I see that. That um, I I have had that with friends. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm just fair. like, you that's know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. I think there's I don't know. I mean, there's obvious frustration there. Yeah. Um, But, like, where that comes from, I think, is up to our interpretation yeah. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree. Um, so I guess that's just something to indicate, but, like, we can't really deep, deep dive nope. into it with the information we know. Nope. So. Um, August and Felice. <sighs> I want to start this off by writing, saying what I wrote that with my first thought when I thought of this relationship or this dynamic. Yeah. Despite any complicated feelings I have about Felice, I already know she is too good for August because pretty much anyone would be too, would be too good for August. Amen. Like, I, I don't think I hate a character. Like, just blatantly hate any other character in damn near any other show I've watched. That's a, a gross exaggeration and not true, but that's just how I feel yeah. right now. Yeah. Where I don't have a single mixed feeling about the character. I am I think, actively thinking of characters that are, that this is not true because of, but. I think um, with, well, with, with August, isn't again, this is something we will talk about at length because it seems to be a kind of our big talking point when it comes to August, at least thus far. Like, he's a person who really he didn't teach me because i've experienced this with books before too and it's honestly kind of my favorite thing about villains honestly a lot of the times 
is the ones that you can hate and understand in like equal measure. Mm-hmm. I can understand someone and what where they're coming from and also be like, I don't like what you're doing. Yeah, I can understand where someone is coming from without that excusing their behavior. Yes, exactly that. Um, but, I, but I said, it's icky, but so accurate how August <laughs> refuses to take a hint. Yeah. I mean, how many times does somebody have to push your arm off your shoulder, off their shoulder yeah. for you to catch the fucking hint? And a question that we don't know the answer to, and I think I have an answer, an inclination for which I think, do we think this is the first time he's asked her out? No. No? I don't think so. Yeah. It's possible, but not likely, I think. I don't know. I don't think so, because I know that he's a confident character. Like, that's sort of his whole thing. This, like, overconfidence that, like, definitely crosses over into arrogance. But Mm -hmm. with the balls and fully thought out plan of what they would do, I don't think it's the first time he's asked. And with how over it she is, I don't think it's the first time. That's fair. Like, she had to have already known he liked her for her to react that way immediately. Yeah. Because I can't imagine, like, I know he's, like, head bitch in charge, but I can't imagine that their paths cross on a personal level unless he was actively seeking it out. Yeah. Um, and I think in a similar way to Wilhelm being deconstructed as not not really being party prince, I think this episode is interesting for the ways in which it starts deconstructing Felice as the person who socially and like trope wise would be head bitch in charge but i do think that is august like (laughs) is august like felice is the female version of that but i feel like her status feels so substantially less mean girls-esque well yeah because she's not a catty bitch (laughs) yeah and like (laughs) she doesn't she does not have the same inflated sense of self no does um, no. And like, oh, a thing I realized, a lot of these things I kind of started from like one direction and then went from the other direction. So like a lot of these initial thoughts were like Felice to August. And now I'm thinking of August to Felice. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing that his snarky comments to her at the end of the studying scene might be a little vindictive for refusing to go out with him. Yeah. Where she's like, he's like, D-, he's like, don't let it rub off on you. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I, I hadn't thought about that, but. I can no, yeah. see it. Because I, I, I'd never read that exchange in context of the fact that he's asked her out in this episode and she said no. Because it happens so quickly and it's so obvious that she's going to say no. I think I, for, I forget about it a lot of the times. Yeah. But, like, that's a, that's a thing that, like, that's, like, I think one of the many things that August is going to carry around with him. Yeah. Through his day and is going to affect the way he re- responds to certain people. Yeah. Which, I mean, he could it's, take a couple of knocks to his ego. Well, yeah. But I think, like, his level of condescension to her felt very, like... It felt like a personal attack. <laughs> yeah, you like it felt like you rejected me, so I'm going hard on you. Like, yeah. being nice to the school freaks. Like, granted, that makes more fun of Simon and Sarah than it does Felice. But, like, it is, like, 
I don't know. It's always like, I mean, it's just very classic August to just very much like have such a blown out reaction to something that is relatively harmless. Yeah. As inviting commuter students to horror movie night. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like that doesn't even like require a reaction, but he like had to put his two cents in about it. Bringing it back to Mean Girls. You can't sit with us. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a Gretchen line, but still. Yeah. <gasps> oh, God. Is this just going to be a Mean Girls podcast now? <laughs> you heard it here first, this, folks. After Young Royals is, is Mean Girls. No, we take it scene by scene. What? No, people, definitely talk, people definitely talk about Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, we changed the podcast name. People talk about Mean Girls. It is almost October 3rd. <gasps> You're so right. <laughs> What day of the week is October 3rd? It's Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Okay. Man, that means last year it was a Wednesday. That's so perfect. Wait a second. Margaret, this episode is going to come off, come out on October 5th. Wait, really? <laughs> we unintentionally made a Mean Girls Day, mean Girls Day tribute. <laughs> Anyways. August and Felice. I mean, what like, more can you really say about him? Other than you. <laughs> <laughs> Every time August is on screen, ew. <laughs> ew, that's not a good look. Um, <laughs> but look with an EW. Yeah. Um, and now we're getting to more even more uncomfy territory for me specifically, and I don't know why, Felice and Wilhelm. <laughs> I agree. This also makes me slightly uncomfy in the first two se- two episodes. Yeah, like, up to this point, it, yeah. like, it, yeah. Um, I don't have much to say that, I, that we didn't say last episode because we didn't get much, but I said, like, more of the same... This time with actual effort on Felice's side to get on, like, Wilhelm's good side. That wasn't really articulated properly, but, like... No, I feel you. I just wrote friendly on Wilhelm's side, but flirty on Felice's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's, like, catching up with an old friend who he hasn't seen since they were Like, four. children, children. Um, and, uh, Felice... He's like, I am in love with you. Yeah. Which we already fully unpacked whether or not we think he, she's actually attracted to him. Um, yeah. Or attracted to his status. But That's neither here um, nor there. That's neither here nor there. Um, we're, this, we're, we're getting to this, this section of the episode where um, I want to talk about um, the scene that we unpacked in Art of the Choice. Uh, of the thing that a lot of reactors miss of Felice smiling at Wilhelm clearly indicating that she invited Sarah out of genuine intentions Mm, mm -hmm. to include her but invited Simon pretty clearly out of an attempt to get on Wilhelm's good side yeah um and like it's not outright manipulative per se but the fact I have the caveat that isn't great. <laughs> no, and you know what really cracks me up? Is she definitely did it to be like, get on Wilhelm's good side. Meanwhile, Wilhelm and Simon 
kiss at that movie night. <laughs> I mean, it is that is part of the dramatic irony of it, or you're like, oh no, oh, like no. babes, you oh, just no. invited the guy he wants to kiss to a movie yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, it makes the whole thing funnier. It does, it makes this, but it. I don't know. Where do we feel? <laughs> Like it's 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 like if it is manipulative at all, it's quite low on a theoretical scale of manipulation. But I don't know. But is manipulate like is it manipulation if you're just trying to impress somebody? That's fair. I think manipulation is probably the wrong word. I think it's acting with ulterior motives. Yeah, is what I really mean. Like acting with selfish intent. And not a and not the intention that you are leading with, or like pretending like you have for doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'd agree. Like it's two faced, ultimately. Yeah. Which, given everything that Felice says in this episode specifically, that we get even more deeply into her character. Like, I'm not faulting her. Like, I get why, but. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Felice and Sarah. Yeah. This was probably our biggest journey in the episode, other than Wilhelm and Simon. Although I feel like Wilhelm and Simon's journey, even though they kiss at the end of the episode, it feels smaller than what Felice and Sarah go through this episode. Yeah, because I feel like last episode they were about to kiss. So like the fact that they kiss this episode just makes sense in my heart. Right. And like Felice and Sarah, like they had a kind of a bonding moment. But, like, but, especially within this episode, like, it's yeah. a journey being, like, it begins with, for me, what is always devastating, which is when Felice ignores Sarah in math class. Literally my first point under Felice and Sarah. Like, it's always the first thing I think of when I think of this episode. because It's, it's just so like, sad. Because, like, not me, like, last time when we were talking about the ending scene, like, not remembering how much, how it's immediately undercut by a scene in the next, the first scene of them in the next episode. Like... We were, we were we were all like, well, we'll see what happens from here. Like, especially in Felice's character episode, we were like, Felice the complicit. Like, okay, she's been she's been doing a lot of the a lot of things that we don't agree with, but like, she has one thing to redeem herself in the end. And then you're just like, nope, uh, never mind. <laughs> but she doesn't stay there. No. Um, and like, I would like to have friends. That's like, so sad. My heart, like, it hurts. Um, and, like, the fact that Felice takes that, and, like, it could very quickly have been, we could very quickly, very easily could have gone down the route, considering how image-conscious Felice is, we could very easily have gone down the route where, um, Felice, and initially it seems like that's what we're going to do, is that, like, Felice and Sarah are only really friendly mm-hmm. when they're alone together, um, because that's the first time that, like, like she ignores her in math class, but then like she is, she is about as friendly as she was at the party, yeah. Without while being sober, and you're like, okay, okay, maybe. And then she's like appreciates Sarah because she doesn't like again. All the things that Flea says in this episode are telling on her in this in the most beautiful indirect way. Yeah, like the things that she finds novel in other people, like the things she finds like so amazing in other people. Like it's like I've never really fully understood. Like I guess, oh, well, like I guess I have, but like Flea helps me understand like the idea that what you admire in other people is like what yeah. you want for yourself. And like I mean, calling Sarah the most authentic person at the school 
like she reads the entire school mm-hmm. for Velth, but also I feel like reveals a level of self awareness of something we talked about last time, but like we're mostly only mm-hmm. like conjecting about, which is like Felice appreciating that Sarah says things that other people in her life wouldn't dare yeah. say. And so I don't know. I think I sort of we sort of skipped a step of the of the, like once she realizes that Sarah does like once she realizes that Sarah would like to have friends, she mm-hmm. makes an effort to include her that we see in the studying scene. And we end up with Sarah thinking that Felice likes thinking that Felice, Felice likes her, like I was like pretty sure, but like not yeah. knowing what to talk about except for Rousseau. But like that's a very different place. Oh yeah, than absolutely. where they started. Um, I don't know. That was more of a summary of their plot line more than anything else. But I, I think, think it was important. It, I think it was important. It was really important in terms of understanding. Like, I mean, Felice's treatment of Sarah was basically the biggest reason. Well, that and her treatment of Wilhelm were like were both the reasons why we assassinated yeah. her last episode. Um, and has not improved on the Wilhelm front, but in terms of the Sarah front, like I most basically all of my reasons to have disliked her treatment of Sarah yeah, are gone. I'd agree. And I would say on the Wilhelm front, it is it's like her actual feelings may not have changed. However, she's not blatantly sexualizing him this episode. She's just somebody no. who has a crush, and you can't call that problematic. Exactly. Calling it, yeah, you can't having a, having a crush that is unrequited. That's is just like, growing up. That's just not, growing that's up, Aloe. And 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 like I think, right? I think we you get sus vibes potentially, or at least the implication of that there might be sus vibes from the way her crush and with Wilhelm yeah. is introduced. But I think if we didn't have what, but in the, the scene that I'm talking yeah. that I'm thinking of no, last yeah. episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would have had sus vibes from it. Right. And now we're seeing how she's actually acting on those feelings, and it's totally yeah, largely harmless. Um, like I said, it going it's like like I said, not it's not manipulative, but she does have ulterior motives, but also who doesn't to an extent when you have a crush? Like that's a level of self-interest mm-hmm. I do understand to an extent. And it's like the actual outcome of those actions on like a utilitarian level is that Simon gets invited when he otherwise yeah. wouldn't have. So like how bad is it really? Yeah, like bad is okay, it? somebody like, else just gets like, like I, involved. Like I don't want to give her brownie points for inclu- for including Simon out of the goodness of her heart because that's right, not happened. But, but Yeah, if your ulterior motive so. is including more people in a activity that they would have otherwise been left out of i, I mean you could do worse exactly um thank you for listening if you'd like to keep up to date with when we release new episodes and other pod related announcements you can check out our instagram at people don't talk about our next episode will be the second half of our love among royals uh episode so stay tuned and with that all that's left to say is Let's Let's start start a revolution, revolution, baby. baby.